Good evening and welcome to another edition of the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fancy Weekly Videocast and Podcast. Today we'll be going through a dynamite derby on Merseyside, a hole at the heart of the title defence and a battle of two United clubs that saw the red side triumph over their black and white counterparts. Um, alongside me, as usual, is a Newcastle fan himself who's absolutely buzzing with that show on Tyneside. It's my right-hand man in the commentary box. It's Elliot Craig. Elliot, you must still be buzzing. It's Wednesday night as we record this. You must still be over the moon. Well, at least I'm a better fantasy manager than uh, Steve Bruce is an actual manager, is all I'll say there, mate. But I'm doing well, thank you. I mean, you can't really chat yourself, can you? I mean, Chrissy Hewton's first game with Forrest and, you know, 1-0. So we'll just have to see how it goes, mate. I'll flash back to the time that you said that this isn't a championship podcast, so we can gloss over that one really quickly. But um, in terms of FPL, you're absolutely flying. You probably could do a better job than Steve Bruce at the minute. But then again, who could? So uh, you've had an absolute blinder to start the season. Quick PSA, though. This is the final chance, final, final chance you can join the league and get involved with our podcast. We're having an absolute ton of fun over here, and we'd love you to get involved. So it's going going it's not quite gone get in before the gavel hits down so to join the league you need to use the code wnzjdi wnzjdi deadline is at the 23rd of october 11:59. deadline is fast approaching once again elliot just introduce you as the co-host you've got three biggest results of the week i'm backing in that newcastle and man united isn't there but what is well, thank you, Ollie. After what felt like a really long international break, we were finally treated to some brilliant Premier League football once again in game week five. My first of the three talking points was the Merseyside derby, which ended Liverpool 2, Everton 2. Sadio Mane got the Reds off to a brilliant start, with, who finished off a tiny ball from Andy Robertson, who whipped it in. A Jordan Pickford disaster class led to him cleaning up Virgil van Dijk. However, Pickford got away unpunished due to an offside, but that was where van Dijk's game ended and he looks to be out for a few months now. The Toffees then fired back through Michael Keane, who was able to head home a lovely ball in from James Rodriguez. Onto the second half and the Egyptian king, Mo Salah, was able to volley home a loose ball, giving Liverpool the lead. However, minutes later, man in form, Dominic Calvert-Lewin did what he does best and headed home a lovely cross from Luca Digne. A red card was then given to Richarlison for a dangerous tackle on new boy Thiago. And in the dying moments of the game, Jordan Henderson, Jordan Henderson scored for the Reds. However, VAR said no and ruled Sadio Mane out for being just offside very harshly. Into the second point, talking point of the week, and it was Chelsea 3, Southampton 3. The German boys in blue kept up their international form as Timo Werner finally scored his first Premier League goals. King Kai Havertz then followed in suit and scored his first goal of the league campaign. However, much to the story of Chelsea's season, they couldn't quite keep out the partnership of Danny Ings and Che Adams, nor Jan Vestergaard, who equalised for the Saints in the 92nd minute, earning the Saints a well-earned point. My final talking point of the week to match despair is Tottenham 3, West Ham 3. Both Harry Kane and Human Son carrying up their existing form, with Kane netting twice and assisting once, and Son managing a goal and an assist too. The game looked dead and buried until the 82nd minute when Fabian Balbuena headed home a lovely cross from Aaron Cresswell. This was followed up by Davinson Sanchez's own goal on the 85th and finished with the strike of the season so far from Manuel Lanzini, who struck a rocket of a hit into the top right of Larissa's net, which earned both teams a point. And that wraps up my three main talking points for the week. Top class stuff. And I'm sure Matt is absolutely fuming with how that turned out. 
Speaking of which, we've got to introduce the other two guests, the other two regulars from the podcast. We'll start with you, Matt, the guru yourself. I think we've just signed, I thought when I tuned on, I had to adjust my computer a little bit. I thought we'd signed the left back from Tottenham online. I thought we'd got a regular on the podcast <laughs> with a new haircut, but um, not quite. Matt, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Ollie. I'm a. Uh, that's a good little comparison. I'm a, I'm a lefty myself, so um, and I, I probably play just as well as him. So um, yeah, thanks for that, Ollie. But I'm 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 not too bad. I'm uh, look, I'm still a bit bit upset about the weekend and uh, the the Spurs result and the you know three 0 up and and letting it slip with nine minutes to go. But um, yeah, look, we uh, we attacked well, so um, I'm sure we'll uh, we'll pick up some wins in the uh, you know the coming game weeks. Also, uh, before we move on, it was your 30th birthday in the week. So, obviously, many happy returns. Obviously, it was uh, the game we ended on that morning and um, certain someone had a decent win in their draft over you. More on that later. But I uh, hope you had a class one, mate. And uh, somehow you got to 30. You don't look a day over 20 odd, but um, it's the way the world works. Uh, can't complain, the, uh, <laughs> Yeah, of course, you, of course you can't, mate. Um, and to the final member of the regular team, it's uh, Jack Gillibrand from Esports Live. And somehow... You're still top of the draft league. Still Somehow. top of the still top of the draft and not moving, Ollie. I'm going to be staying there. I've, you know, I thought you were going to be um, complimenting my hair here. You know, I'm a lefty. I'm not. I've got hair like Tellers, though. You know, it's a bit bit different, bit of a shorter and sharper. But happy birthday, Matt and um, Elliot. How are you, mate? I bet you're not too great after that vic- after that uh, victory for United over the weekend. Yeah, look. We'll, we'll move on from that pretty quickly, but yeah, top of the. Can't believe, I can't believe that was in your. It wasn't in your uh, talking points, mate. I thought you mentioned that just for me. It wasn't a shock to me, so um, <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave it at that. I mean, Aaron Wan-Bissaka's scoring was enough of a shock, surely, but that was a shock. Not I like think my right. Shock with uh, the scandal that's come out of him midweek, but less said about that, the better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on. Of course, I think we should. Um, moving up to this game week, reviewing this game week. Elliot, mate, we will start with you. You're top of the Classic League and you've had another decent week to back up the talk. How did you get on? I scored 70 points, mate, which was, uh, I think the average was 60. So I scored 10 above that. I think um, I didn't make any transfers, so I rolled over, nailed the captain choice with Harry Kane. I was delighted with that. I'm a bit disappointed I didn't triple captain him, but Jimenez also finally got me a goal, which was good. Fernandez missed a penalty, did score though. You know, you don't often doesn't often miss penalties, but you know he did that week. And then Salah obviously scored himself as well. So the defence did nothing, but midfield and attack did quite well for me. So I'm very happy with 70 points this week above the average. Keep it going. As you should be. Now, Matt's a bit of a snake, actually, because he somehow found his way to be one point above me in, a, in, the, in the Classic League. I thought I had him covered, but a bit of a late show has uh, got him above me by a point. So I'm a bit fuming about that. But uh, how did you get on this game week? Yeah, look, Ollie, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't, wasn't my best week. The you know, game week before where I hit 83 points or so was uh, you know, a bit better. But, you know, I've come out above the average 63 points, average being 60. So... You know, my aim is just to continually beat the average and try and hit. If, if I have a bad week, I want to be getting over 50 points at least. So um, look, I was let down early on. I had Rich Allison in there uh, who hit the uh, the minus one and, and the red card. And, you know, I'm now looking back, I probably could have taken that minus four hit to bring Kane in. But, um, yeah, look, 63 points keeps me in the 10th uh, position, top 10 of the mini league. So, you know, onwards and upwards. And uh, we go again this week. 
as you should now of course now jack over to you you're having a bit of a tough time breaking into that top 100 how's it going down there Oh, well, obviously, I made, I made it into, uh, what, 98th last week. And then after a bit of a, you know, a great week this week, I, you know, I hit 84 points. And, um, you know, the worst thing about FPL is when you're looking, you know, you're looking on your Sunday and there's still the, you know, the Monday morning fixtures, obviously, here in, Aus- in Australia. It's, um, you're looking at it, you've moved up. I went up to about 60th in the mini league. And then obviously after the, the Wolves result, I think a lot of people had Jimenez above me. And then because we're, you know, we're still taking on players in into the competition, into the mini league, I've went from 60, I don't know, 68th position and back down to, you know, 87th or something like that, I think it was. So, uh, eight, you know, uh, not happy about that. Moved, moved further down after a bit of progress, got a bit excited. But I think that's the last time uh, I look at the uh, fantasy league until the, uh, the round's over. <laughs> That's fair play. They say don't count your chickens before they hatch. And this is just another prime example. Oh, now. Ollie, I've got, a, I've got a bone to pick with you as well, mate. Because obviously, I, I was, um, you know, on, I, I was chatting, to, I was chatting to you obviously on Friday, trying to get a bit of advice about my team. Obviously, oh. I played the, you know, I played the wild card, um, and then we were umming and ahhing about uh, playing McCarthy in goal or um, or Martinez. Martinez obviously came out with nine points, and McCarthy, what well, he came out with one. So that was down to you, and then also my second point, actually, Ollie, was uh, a bit of advice around Zaha. You told you told me he wasn't playing, swapped him out for Grealish. Lo and behold, Zaha plays, scores, and Grealish doesn't. Look, that that uh, that did put a bit of a smile on my face seeing uh, seeing Grealish <laughs> score. But, um, just to know that I, I, I you know, I, I kind of like I, I knew I, I know I know I messed up there, and obviously didn't help you out, but I, I did have evidence from uh, Ben Dinnery, who's a pretty reliable source usually. And he said he was a doubt, so he didn't say he was ruled out. So that was on your own merits, mate. Um, the keeper decision was based off my team a lot because I know obviously uh, Martinez played Leicester. I have two Leicester defenders, so I was kind of advocating to steer clear of that. But I mean, obviously, again, your decision starts down to poor management. <laughs> um, your first mistake, Jack, was going to Ollie for fantasy advice. I should, I should hey. just kept to the guru, stuck to my guns and listened to the guru, not not Ollie. <laughs> well, I mean, you you can learn from mistakes, mate. Um, but obviously, you're 80th in the league and I'm, what, top 20? So, I'm 12th in the league, actually. So, there you go, mate. Pipe down. Um, <laughs> your draft side's getting too big for you, mate, honestly. Poor form there. Um, now, I've got to I've gotta come clean a little bit. I, I didn't plan to play my free hit this week. Uh, obviously, I went on the podcast saying I was rolling over, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, De Bruyne, I might transfer him out. But I did end up playing my first chip for the season, being a free hit. Obviously, I had the three Southampton players, a, a tough way fixture at Sanford Bridge. I had Soyuncu that was red. I had De Bruyne that was red. And I wanted to see if I could roll the dice on De Bruyne and see if we could get him back in. And I also wanted the Southampton players back into my team because I have a good run of fixtures. So with that in mind, I did play my free hit. I obviously nailed the captain choice with Kane. Bruno Fernandes and Jungman Son. Obviously, I'm looking to get Son into my um, actual team now, the back of this performance. And uh, Calvert-Lewin also chipping in, but a few disappointing blanks around there as well. Led to a score of 82 points, which was 22 above the average game week rank of just about 626,000. And uh, we are well above the average. So I was absolutely buzzing with that. So just minute, just confirm on that, on that one. Obviously, you got 83. Um, I got 84, Ollie. So, you know, you're telling me to pipe down, mate, but I actually beat you this week as well. <laughs> it's a marathon, mate, not a sprint. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Win's a win. Hey, fair you enough. Know that, you should know that being a Blackburn fan. 
Oh, you didn't have to go there, did you? You didn't have to go there. We had to, we had to, oh. mate. We had to. What do you? What are you boys thinking about? Um, obviously, we've got quite a new few new players in this week. You know, obviously, our man Elliot's top of the top of the pile, which is great to see. But then we've got a newcomer coming in. I think Tom Southworth in second. Um, he's just come from nowhere as a new entry. Are you, are you worried about some of these newbies coming in? You know, before deadline day. I'm not happy about it, to be honest. <laughs> I think keep, keep it how it is at the minute. You know, finish the league here, end it. Just just stop the league. I'm happy with that. Take first. Because I don't think I can keep it up, to be honest. But pressure's on now. I don't think there'll be too many new players coming in. But, I mean, there might be a few that might threaten to take your crown off you, mate. They might uh, dethrone you from that top spot. But we've got the league on the screen now, the top 12, because that's all that we're really worried about with me being there. Um, <laughs> Elliot is at the top. And he's doing really well. He's three points clear of uh, the aforementioned Tom Southworth. 73.4 overall rank is um, actually decent as well. 73.4k uh, uh, there, which is really good. And then I'm down there 324 points. So I'm a fair way off the lead. And then 10 spot, we've got Matt, who's uh, 325, one point above me, as I've said, which is a bit disappointing considering that I think I should be above him anyway. And I don't know how far I'll have to scroll down to get to Jack, so I'm not even going to bother. But that's how the league's looking. The stream will uh, scroll that far, mate, so don't worry about it. I'm, I'm there. Don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll be here for hours, mate. We can't be doing that. We'll have all that efficiency on this podcast, mate. We can't be doing that. Uh, gold. Gold. Um, in terms of chips played this week, the only one that that applies to is me because I played my free hit. I, oh, I do regret not playing a wild card. I yeah, do I regret not playing card. a wild card. Did you? Yeah, I played my wild card, obviously, yeah. Changed my team around in there. Um, remember, obviously, last week I was whinging about my, my defence. Um, so what, I needed Kane, Son, and obviously I was talking about Zaha a lot, then ended up not putting him in, thanks to uh, <coughs> Ollie. And But yeah, obviously I transformed my team and tried to, uh, yeah, and it got me 84 points, to be fair. Really happy with that, like I said, and but it only climbed me 10 places in the end. But that's I made that... that- Surely that's cheating. I, I swear they only give you one wild card in the first half of the season, and I'm pretty sure you played two with that FPL to a side. Very true, very true. Uh, two chances. <laughs> Hopefully, I've got it right this time. Uh, I mean, you'd, you'd hope to think so. I've obviously played my free hit. I'm slightly regretting that I didn't use my first wild card. But, I mean, that's up from uh, on my sleeve later in the season, so you can't really complain too much. And I had a really good week with the free hit team that I selected. So that's all on chips. Um, we'll move over to the mini league stats just quickly. I'd have four wild cards in the top 20 and the one free hit, which was mine. And Kane was the uh, man who most people captained inside that top 20. He was the most popular captain pick. And he came back and fired on all fronts against the Hammers. Decent score. And it, it benefited me as well because obviously I was flying. A couple of goals there. And we are away. Obviously, it started well for Tottenham. Didn't end too well with that absolute Manuel Lanzini thunderbolt. But uh, in terms of Harry Kane, we're buzzing. Oh, goal of the season so far for sure. 100%. Has to be, doesn't it? Can't think of a better one. Has to be. I think Madison is the only shout, but it's Mm. still not as good as it. I I think Madison's. I think Lanzini was a bit of a sort of. Yeah, he just. I I think he hit that 50 times and and, uh, only score it once, whereas Madison. Uh, you know, I think he truly meant it. So, um, that no, uh, no bitterness from me. I saw well, it's actually. fine. 
they um the way they calculate i just i don't know how they do it but they calculate the percentage chance of the, the shot going in when it leaves their boot and it was like a one out of a hundred so it's not one in 50 i think it's one out of a hundred so he was uh considering himself lucky to score that one i definitely think as well mm-hmm. yeah it was a good goal though, unfortunately if you score that one in a hundred against one of your biggest rivals just quickly back onto harry kane obviously the, the two points for the minutes that he played two goals and an assist and three bonus so a lot of people captain him and he fired on all fronts and uh obviously i don't think we'll want to uh mention tottenham too much but while we're talking about tottenham we're going to go to one of their biggest fans and uh, one of the biggest players in regulon as well so matt over to you with the guru section thanks ollie Look, we're going to start off with something a bit different this week. Um, I've done some polls to our fans on, uh, you know, on the uh, on the socials, um, just to kind of compare a few different FPL players. Um, so what we've done to put a poll up to see who the uh, you know the preferences between uh, Harry Kane and Dominic Calvert Lewin at this current uh, stage. Obviously, Kane's been on absolute fire. He's the top scoring striker in the game. Dominic Calvert Lewin scored every single week. So in terms of the polls, the Kane v uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, we ended up with 86% of our fans coming out with Harry Kane as the most important player to have between the two. Dominic Calvert-Lewin with 14%. We then did a Mane or Salah, who's the most important midfielder to have, given they're both from Liverpool. They're both premium midfielders who like to score a lot of goals. Mane coming at 14%. And uh, Salah coming at 86%, which you know, wasn't really a surprise given Salah's start to the season. And the last poll we did uh, was a goalkeeper poll. I thought it would be quite interesting because I know goalkeeper's been an area this season that you know, a lot of managers have struggled with and they're not really too sure who to have. So I went with uh, Martinez from Aston Villa versus Rui Patricio from Wolves. Who is the most important goalkeeper over the next five game weeks? It was a close one. Uh, we had 50% of our fans go with Martinez. The other 43% going with Patricio. That my personal opinion out of the three, I think Harry Kane is the most important between him and Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So I think that's uh, that's definitely correct. Salah over Mane, 100%. That's a very good uh, shout from our fans. The martinez Rui patricio one, that one's got me a bit. I, uh, you know, I'm more of a... Uh, preference for the next five game weeks towards Patricio with Wolves fixtures. Martinez has had some, uh, you know, some good results up to now, the highest scoring goalkeeper, but, you know, I still think Aston Villa's bubble will burst. So that was, uh, that was our three polls that we, uh, that we ran this week and uh, more to come in the coming weeks. Great stuff there, Matt. Obviously, uh, if you want to get involved in some of these polls, which we're going to be running more of, uh, go over and follow Matt at FPL underscore addicts on Instagram and Twitter and also some of the esports live pages just to get yourselves involved in some of those polls. You can feature some of your stats. They'll be up on the graphic as well just so you can see them visually. Uh, Matt, what about your five form plays to watch? Do any of those three being Kane, being Patricio or being Salah, do they feature in your five to watch or have you gone somewhere else? Yeah, look, I've got my... Uh, so I'll start, I've got my five form players. So my current form players at the moment um, I've gone with uh, Sir Harry himself, Harry Kane. You know, he's he's just producing big, big scores at the moment. So you know, he's one of my uh, five form players. Uh, second, I've gone with Bruno Fernandez. You know, the penalty king. He's just getting penalties every week, and he did miss one on the weekend, but uh, you know, he still come out with eleven points. 
Uh, Rashford's another form player of mine. I've, I've doubled up on United after, you know, a horrible start and that 6-1 defeat against, you know, my team Tottenham a few weeks ago. You know, I'm really liking the look of Rashford as well. You know, he's, he's got a bit of form. He got a, uh, into double figures with his fantasy league score on the weekend as well. I've gone with another Spurs player in terms of my form picks uh, with Son. Again, you know, another double, double-digit score. Uh, goals and assists, and then my fifth form player. I've mentioned him on the uh, on the podcast for weeks now. Is Sterling again? Um, this is two weeks in a row where you know he's given us returns. You know, this this weekend he got eleven points. You know, this coming weekend, West Ham, a team who he scored a hat trick against last season. Um, you know at the London Stadium. So in terms of my five form players, it's got to be the Kane, Fernandez, Rashford, Son, Sterling, just continuing to get points. You know each week at the moment. So. They're my, uh, my five form players. Great stuff. Now, slightly digressing a little bit off FPL, would you say that Harry Kane is one of the top form players in the world? Because I certainly would. Oh, 100%. Look, I, I, uh, you know, I, I did uh, get involved in quite a good debate recently between the uh, you know, Ledwanowski and, and Kane debate and you know, who the, uh, the better player is. And um, look, I wasn't biased. I was, I was honest and said, right now, you know, Ledwanowski's got quite a number of years on Kane, but. You know, give Kane another sort of six or seven years and we'll kind of compare them then. Um, but, you know, right at this point in terms of form, it's, it's yes, it's, it's got to be uh, Kane and Kane and Ledwanowski at the moment for me. You know, Ledwanowski probably just edges it. Um, although saying that, Kane does, you know, he's providing a lot of assists. So um, it's got it's to be between those two for me. Now, obviously, we've got the form players to watch. They're quite common players, obviously, the ones you've just gone through. Any differentials or outside charts that you think might fire? Yeah, look, I've got my uh, my five to watch and you know differential type players. You know, I'm going to go with Rashford. I just did mention before as one of my form players. I'm putting him down as a differential, six point two percent ownership as a midfielder. You know, perfect one to get in there because you know, not many people own him. Uh, I've gone with Kilman from Wolves. He's four point one million. Uh, he's just come off a, a 12-point score against Leeds. He got nine points last week. That's an absolute bargain. 5.7% uh, ownership as of you know as of today. Uh, my next one, Ross Barkley, two goals in two weeks on form Villa, 2.3% ownership. So you know you get him in there, and there's not going to be many other managers that own him. If he, you know if he gets another goal, that's a huge differential. Um, and my next one is defender. I've gone with Joe Gomez. Um, two point six percent ownership's really low. We've got the Van Dyke injury. You know, there's there's an opportunity for Gomez to you know play every week. Uh, Liverpool got a uh, you know a nice home game against Sheffield United this weekend. So yeah, Joe Gomez, if you need a you know a nice cheap defender, and then my last differential is Che Adams. Eleven points against Chelsea and on the weekend just gone, and one point six percent ownership. So you know you get him in there and you and, and he gets a couple of goals. You're you're going to be uh, Know, well ahead in your uh, in your mini leagues. I think as well, just on the point with Joe Gomez, I think there's a, if I'm correct, there's an injury to John Matip as well, so there might be some more long-term security for Gomez to play at the back there. Obviously, we've spoken about Liverpool a little bit, obviously with Van Dijk injury, and uh, obviously now the Matip injury, meaning Joe Gomez might need to play a little bit more. They might be uh, a little bit leaky at the back, but obviously great going forward. Are they in one of your teams to watch this week? Yeah, Liverpool's definitely one of my uh, three teams to watch. They're at home against Sheffield United, who have scored what, one goal this season. Um, Liverpool do have uh, you know, a shaky goalkeeper in there at the moment and you know, the big man Van Dijk out. But you know, Liverpool against a low score and Sheffield United is definitely one of my teams to watch. 
uh, probably my number one team to watch, especially at Anfield, where they've not lost there in you know this, this is probably a couple of years now. It's a long, long record. Um, you know, my other team to watch, I've gone and I'm, I've got to say sorry to uh, to Elliot, but he probably isn't surprised. Is Wolves at home to Newcastle? Great win for Wolves against Leeds. Uh, got a nice clean sheet. So I'm liking the look of Wolves. Uh, Newcastle just got you know a bit of a bit of a battering by United. Um, and my last one, I've, I've got a. I'm not one that always likes to put my own team in there because if if they uh, if they don't do well then it doesn't look too too good on me being a you know big Spurs fan. But I've got to go Spurs away at Burnley. Burnley with a pretty drab nil nil against West Brom and you know, Son Harry Kane and then we're going to have the addition of you know Gareth Bale to more than likely start I think in uh, in the next one and you know I can't see anything but attacking returns for us. So um, you know, they're my uh, they're definitely my three teams to watch out for this week. On on that one, Matt, I don't think um, you've gone too well at Burnley last couple of years, have you? No, no, that's true. We drew draw a draw and a loss, is it? Last yeah, season, yeah, we drew last season one all, but that day we, you know, we had no uh, no Harry Kane, we had no Son, yeah. uh, we had a number of players out. Plus, um, season before, I remember Harry Kane was returning from injury and he did score, um, and we lost that one as well. So we've had some bad records, but I think. Uh, the way we were attacking at the moment, I just can't see Burnley with some of the results. I know they just did come off a nil-nil against West Brom, but I, I can't see, uh, I can't really see them uh, them stopping the, um, you know, the Sons and, and the Harry Kanes, uh, the form that they're in. And, and, not, and you know, obviously, you're not as good with Gareth Bale on the pitch, are you? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, wasn't the best, uh, you know, end result when he come on. But look, I am going to say he did. Uh, you know, he nearly he nearly gave Kane an assist. Like Kane was very unlucky not to get a hat trick when he when he cracked the post. That would have been a bail assist. And um that bail had a nice little run at the end with a good little bit of skill and you know, he should have scored. And I think if, if Kane, uh, sorry if Bale had that extra week behind him, then uh, then he scores. So um yeah, look, Burnley, uh, it, it always, you know, a tough game, but I think without their home crowd there, um, it's a bit of an easier, easier prospect. But um you know, no, no game's easy in the Premier League. We've seen that lately. So now on to the Scout 11. Matt, what have you come up with? Thanks, Ollie. It was a very, very uh, tough decision this week. Obviously, we're sitting in the uh, 100 million budget, so I've had to throw a uh, couple of curveballs in there, like Adrian in goal. You know, he's been a bit dodgy lately, but, you know, four and a half million. I had to fit him in. Sheffield United at home. They've scored one goal in, in five games. Uh, Joel Ward, four and a half million, another budget option. Crystal Palace, you know, away at Fulham. Um, you know, a few of the other guys kind of speak for themselves. Harry Kane, Son, Salah, Sterling, who uh, you know I love on the on the podcast. Zaha, um, away at Fulham. Um, I've got Regulon from Spurs. He got a you know assist on the uh, on the weekend. I've doubled up on the Liverpool defence with uh, you know the low scoring Sheffield United coming to Anfield and you know a great record. Um, at Anfield for Liverpool, and I've gone with uh, two Wolves assets: Jimenez, who grabbed a goal at Leeds, um, home to Newcastle, who you know just let four goals in away. Sorry, at home, <laughs> at home to uh, to Man United, which we've, we've he's got to uh, run right, and he? he's going to run yeah. right. <laughs> and you think Jimenez at home? He, you know, I don't think he scored at home for a couple of games now, so he's due. Uh, yeah, once he's he gets due. one, he's due another, um, and then. Last one, Kilman. You know, I spoke about him in the uh, the differentials. He's got nine points and twelve points in his last two game weeks. Um, seems to be flying in terms of like the bonus point structure. So, 
um, you know, potential clean sheet. And, you know, if not, you know, maybe some bonus in him as well. So that's the Scott 11. But again, you know, remember, it's within the 100 million budget. It was tough. There was a couple of, uh, you know, players that didn't quite make it. Um, but, you know, we've only got a uh, certain amount to spend. So that's this week's Scout 11. So now on to the guest section for this week. We've got someone sitting sick in the mini league, the Esports Live, which if you haven't joined already, make sure you do so. But Joe Cadella, who's the manager of FC Kerr, currently sitting in sixth. As I've said, Joe, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Notch. Um, obviously, first question, how have you found the season so far? I know, obviously, off air, we're talking about, you know, you've been a little bit new to the game. You're obviously absolutely flying. Can you review performance so far? Um, yeah, I think I've had I've had a pretty good last couple of weeks, to be honest. I've um, I made, I took out Traore and, um, and put in Rodriguez and then made him my captain. And I think that was the week that Everton won 4-2. So he, called, he scored a couple and got an assist. And then I swapped I swapped the captain then after that to Kane. And then he, he, he bagged a couple as well. So a um, bit of a fortunate move, I think. I just, I think I might have got a little bit lucky. Um, but yeah, took, took a bit of a risk. Um, and then I took out, I took out, um, I wanted to bring in Calvert-Lewin, obviously. He's doing pretty well. Um, and I didn't know whether to take out Lacazette or or Jimenez. And I, I chose Lacazette um, and then Calvert-Lewin scored and then Jimenez scored as well um, against Leeds the other night. So that turned out to be a good a good choice as well. Brilliant stuff, Joe. And you scored 87 points this week. Is that the highest you've achieved so far this season? I think so. And then I think I might have got 84 last week. So yes, yes, it is. Um, like I say, I've had had a, had a good couple of weeks, and I think I think people have been struggling the last couple of weeks, and I've made a couple of a couple of decisions that worked in my favour. So I think that's why I've I've shot up shot up the table a little bit. That's very good. And do you have any of your like favourite assets? Obviously, you spoke about how you got Cavett Lewin in, and you had Kane. So who's your, been your yeah. favourite asset so far this season, mate? Kane's pretty solid, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. And Konza uh, as well at centre-back, I think, um, got him pretty cheap. Um, I don't know if his price has gone up, but he seems to uh, he seems to do pretty well. Was that, was that a bit of a random, was it luck of the draw, signing him? Is it because of his price or was that a, you know, a tactical decision, mate? Um, I'm going to say it was a tactical decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a good manager does, mate. That's what a good manager does. <laughs> well, I, I, like to, I like to line up my... Uh, my moves so I know I know my next couple of moves um and you know if you if you do a little bit of research you can find a find a few a few hidden gems um and I I put on um yeah listen I listened to to another um the BBC podcast um, and they talk about favorite one yeah the second favorite podcast and so I've got that on the car when I'm driving around so um pick up a few little tips from that as well Oh, good stuff, Joe. It's the guru here. Um, look, I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you about your uh, your research and uh, where you've done your research. But you've kind of just told us, uh, you know, you, you do a bit of six oh six. Is there anywhere anywhere else you go other than obviously the uh, FPL Addicts Instagram and Twitter page? No, no, it's uh, it's all in here. It's all, all in, in here. And, and uh, uh, they're just trying to. It's like a game of snooker, isn't it? You just try and. Uh, 
try and think a couple of moves ahead. So I know I'm plotting my next move, and uh, it might it might be controversial. It might not be. Might do well. It might not. So you sound like a a true guru yourself. Um, and what's your uh, what's your form been in previous years of, of fantasy football? Never played it before. <laughs> this is your first year, so you can't get start. You got well, a, always uh, get up, get a book, surely. I, I, got a, uh, I've set up a team a couple of times, and then I, I kind of loot, you know just forget about it a bit but obviously we've been in a bit of a lockdown so um and another another mate of mine and obviously jack just people to to kind of talk you know something to talk about just uh, something to keep you interested in uh in like you know we've just come out of a three-month lockdown obviously so just being a bit of fun and uh yeah i've got a couple of people that are into it so it's, it's just something fun to to chat about i guess Nice no, spot on, mate. Obviously, similar to myself, you're a big Man United fan. Obviously, we chat a bit about Man United, and it's a good time, especially this week, to be chatting about Manchester United back of uh, the PSG win last night, and obviously a yeah. big win over Newcastle, which Elliot in the pod wasn't too happy about either. But what, um, you know, you've got a couple of assets in there. You've got Penaldez and uh, Williams. Uh, do you plan yeah. to bring any more United players in? Maybe Rashford. Uh, uh, what do you think? Yeah, m- maybe. I think. I'm going to have to uh, I'm going to have to free up a bit of money, and then I'll I'll probably get rid of Ward Prowse as well, um, and I, I want to put another midfielder in there once I've freed a bit of money up. So it could be Rashford, but like you say, there's there's a lot of penalties this year, so um, I'm not sure if that'll be the wisest choice. I might have to pick a, pick a more expensive midfielder that that um, that takes penalties because Zaha and Fernandez are both doing doing really well for me so I think that that could be the way forward yeah nice I, th- I don't think you're far off the mark there I mean my, my, my score drastically improved this week with a few more new penalty takers so I don't think you're uh, you're too far wrong there yeah not at all just quickly back to the uh, Bruno Penaldez point we think we've got the new comedian here the new Thomas Muller Bruno Penaldez oh, <laughs> <laughs> do you like that one I thought you'd like that oh, it's interesting we'll say that and, uh, it took him a couple of attempts this morning, didn't it? <laughs> hey, we get there. <laughs> we got there. Cal Darling. Plenty more to come from. Plenty more to come, for sure. Now, obviously, Joe, for those who uh, live locally, you're um, actually a hairdresser by trade. You've obviously got the barbers open. Uh, King's Domain or Danny Peran. If you can get there, go yep. and uh, show your face. Gravel Street. So, um, Come in and I'll give you some free fantasy football tips. How about that? <laughs> I was going to say, you're going to get tons of people coming down now asking you what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trade you Obviously, custom for, for free advice. <laughs> Obviously, now off the back of that, obviously, being a hairdresser, you should have a pretty decent taste on the, who has the best hair. Off the back of us here on the podcast, who do you reckon has the, uh, the best, um, best hair here, do you reckon? Best Barnet. But it's not you. <laughs> I didn't expect. I expected that hundred percent. I expected that hundred percent. I have to say, Jack, obviously. Obviously, yeah. You know, listen, guys. I can. It's a testimonial for Joe Wade. You know, if you want your hair cut, get down to uh, King's Domain and Peran. <laughs> I threw. I threw that one in there just to give uh, Ollie and uh, Ollie and Elliot a few. Uh, <laughs> give it. Give him a few. Uh, give a few jokes in there. <laughs> 
But yeah, no good banter. But listen, Joe, like, thanks so much for coming on, mate. Much appreciated. Great to see you doing so well in your in your debut season. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely one to watch, and hopefully, someone we can get on the podcast again in the next in the in the future. You know, I don't want to get you on here every week, mate. You'll you'll um, everyone will have nice haircuts all of a sudden, won't they? Yeah, get me in this season. I'll be I'll be relegated by then. <laughs> I, I think I think he'll be talking about my relegation, not yours, mate. <laughs> but I definitely want to keep an eye on, and uh, thanks again from all of us here, and uh, we'll keep in touch. All right, buddy. Good luck. All right, boys. Thank you very much. Top man. Good luck. See you later. Bye. To our transfers for the week. Obviously, the big talking point. We've got to be doing some management. Uh, Jack, we'll start off with you since you're the worst on the podcast by far. Let's not beat around the bush here. How are you planning to turn that around? Because it's got to be soon. Unbelievable. Listen, Oli, I played the wild card last week. I thought it was a good move. It was the right time. Um, hit 84 points. So going into this week, I'm I'm, I'm not too sure I'm going to make any transfers. I think I'm going to sit as I am. I was, I was maybe considering uh, moving some Leicester players, defenders out for the week and moving back in. I can't, and I, ideally I would like uh, Zaha in, but uh, Grealish has still got a good fixture this week against Leeds. So all I'm going to do is just change uh, Martinez and McCarthy in and out um, off my bench. And that's probably about it, if I'm honest. Uh, I think Penaldez, which I know you love, and uh, Jorginho will be on the pens oh, against, against each other. Uh, this weekend, no doubt there's got to be some penalty action going on there. So that's um, yeah, I'm probably going to stay as I am, mate, and uh, roll over a transfer for the following week. Not bad at all, Elliot. What about you? Obviously, you shouldn't really be needing to make any changes. They say don't change a winning formula. Have you done so? I think they say change it if one of your players has done their ACL and is going to be out for eight <laughs> months. To be honest, very though, good mate. point. Very good that, point. Uh, this man right here, Virgil Van Dijk, is uh, he's, he's out the window for me. He hasn't really done much for me all season. They've only kept one clean sheet, I think, against Chelsea. So him out, and then Nakamba, who's sitting on my bench, is my uh, you know your four point five million player. Him out, and then I think I'm going to get. I'm actually going to get Barry Douglas in. I think, mate, you'll be happy with that. Three point nine million defender. He's one of the cheap ones, so free up a little bit of money as he touches his Rover shirt. So I think Barry We're Douglas in to just sit on the bench for the whole season, and then uh, Zaha or Grealish in in the midfield. And I'm not sure which one I'm going to go with just yet, but that'll be my transfers for the week. Great stuff. Obviously, the new Rover signing. So uh, you're going to get a bit of winning formula on your bench somewhere. That's obviously nice to see. Matt, so now just over to my team just quickly. I haven't actually made the transfers yet, but I put them in on the screen. I'm actually planning to take a hit. I know Jack's rolling over, but I'll be taking my second hit of the season, which I'm not actually a massive fan of, but I think it has to be done. Um, so I'll be going, I'll be getting rid of Soyuncu, who's red, not going to play for a while. And I'll be bringing in Kilman, who is obviously flying. Got man of the match, which the Connor Cody's dismay away at Ellen Road. So um, he'll be coming in for Soyuncu. And Kevin De Bruyne, and the man who... You know, I was hoping to keep in. I was hoping it was going to be a one-week injury. It looks like that's more so. I'll be bringing back in Kilman Son to get that Son and Kane um, partnership flourishing. The good thing about that is it leaves me with 4.2 million in the bank. And that's a deliberate ploy. Um, next week, I'll be looking to get rid of uh, Keane and Davis. Obviously, 4.4 is just falling in price, which is very annoying. And I'll be bringing in Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I think it was 1.1 at the start of the week, or 1.2 I had spare with that plan. It's down to 0.9 because all the players are rising, but I'm, I should have no troubles getting him in. So that's my transfers for the week, taking a four-point hit for the second time this season. So, Matt, obviously you've got your one-point advantage, your scrawny little one-point advantage. Do you reckon you'll uh, grow that with this team? 
Well, Ollie, you've just told me you're about to take a minus four hit, so that's a five-point <laughs> advantage uh, going into this game week. Um, but look, I uh, I broke a couple of rules with my team this week. One, I had uh, Havertz in there who scored. I always say if a player scores, don't take him out the following week. But I needed to get my man Harry Kane in there. You know, like I said, this is the first time I've never had Kane from, from the start of a season. So had to get him in. Second rule I broke was I made, I, did, I wasn't patient. Obviously, I, I, I talk about patience and press conferences. I actually made the uh, the transfers on Monday morning once, uh, you know, I'd watch the uh, the Spurs and the uh, and the Aston Villa-Leicester game. Absolute and, uh, panic. I, panic from the guru setting. No, no, no. Look, I, I don't normally uh, get too worried, but I knew once once you know Kane got 16 points, um, I knew he was going to price rise again because he'd price rise on the weekend. So I had to get him in, and the plan was either Alexander Arnold or Havertz were going to uh, were going to come out of my team, and I'm not letting Alexander Arnold go because he's going to be there for the season because he does get better with time, and they got Sheffield United. Barkley was 5.9 million, which is a you know a bargain oh, with two cheap, two goals yeah. in two games, and a bit of me was like when I'd seen it scored again, I was thinking you know I've got to uh, I've got to get him in now because I, I had no uh, money left. So taking Havertz out and Rich Allison, who had to go, um, I, I literally had to uh, you know had to do it there and then, and it's paid off because Kane has actually price rise within the last 24 hours, um, so it's paid off. Albeit I do say I do get worried about European fixtures and. Um, you know, that's why I like to leave my transfers up to press conferences, but I had to do it. Price rises, I had to take Havertz out. I thought Barkley wasn't a bad little replacement. Got the armband on Salah, home game, loves a couple of goals at home. Got Sterling in there, I've got Son, you know, Sep Maximan. I'm not really too sure if he's going to do much, but you know, it's a bit of a wild card. And a bit worried about Mitchell. I'm not too sure if he's actually going to keep his place because of Patrick Van Arnholt, but you know, I've got Bruce to. Yeah, I've got Brewster coming in off the bench. Even if he, you know, gets a couple of points, it's better than nothing. But I'm pretty, uh, pretty excited. With uh, a bit worried about Doherty as well, actually. But I do think he uh, he's going to get a start against Burnley. But look, Kane, Salah, Sterling, Son, Alexander Arnold. Um, you know, I think I should be getting some points out of them. And no, uh, no captain from my own team. Reason being. Um, if if I captain Kane or Son, although I did do it the previous week, I did I did just captain Son, but um, yeah, I just think uh, home games for Salah, it's so hard to to not captain Salah at home, okay, especially against a team that scored one goal this season, um, and also I think if I was to captain Son and Kane, and I did pick them on a week that they didn't fire, it's a you know it's a bit of a uh, a double whammy because normally that would mean that Spurs have uh, you know dropped points again, so. Um, you know, I think Salah at home to Sheffield United at the moment. At the moment, though, that could change a bit. We'll see how uh, how injuries and stuff go. So, the second batch of Champions League games, namely looking at Manchester City against Porto and Liverpool against Ajax, aren't haven't been played yet. So we don't obviously know the result. But the podcast will be out by the time that the result has been known and the game's been played. So we're going to take a bit of a look at the Europa League being Tottenham against the Austrian side Lask. And then Leicester City against Zoya Luhansk, which is Friday morning for us. The podcast will be released on Thursday night. So a bit of the Europa League. If we're looking at some of the assets from Tottenham and Leicester, who do we all think is going to fire in one in that game and two in the Premier League at the weekend? Harry Kane. <laughs> Easy. Easy, <laughs> right? Do we think Bale's going to start? Do you think he's going to start in that game? 
No, I don't think they'll risk him in the Europa. I think they'll maybe give him some minutes towards the end uh, just to get his fitness up. I think Burnley, he'll they'll put him in at Burnley. And uh, yeah, I think we'll uh, I think we'll see a score out of Bale this week. Um, Son, Kane, I'm feeling another sort of three three goals for us. Um, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself because uh, you know, Burnley have proven to be quite a stubborn team in the past. So um, yeah, I think Kane, Son. Bale, Regulon, um, are all ones to kind of, uh, you know, keep your eyes on. And in terms of Leicester, if we're going down to the King Power, where are we looking in terms of FPL assets? We know we've seen Castagna, who's started flying. Um, obviously, as I like, you've got Vardy, who's a perennial striker. He always seems to find the back of the net. If we're looking at Leicester, who do you reckon we're looking at? One in the Europa League game and in their campaign, and also at the weekend. Yeah, I think they've gone a bit flat, Leicester. So I think, um, yeah, Vardy, in terms of you you don't want uh, Vardy to come out with an injury because I think he's still in quite a few people's teams. And James Justin is a another one a lot of people have held on to. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, that's probably my uh, my thoughts on it, as well as uh, Castagna, I think those three. And you know, to see if Madison gets some, uh, some minutes under his, uh, under his belt as well is a, is a big one because he's not yet to you know, really fire in fantasy other than that, that week. Uh, where he scored against City, and he is a uh, you know a huge differential. Yeah, he needs some minutes under his belt, doesn't he? So I, I think mm. he'll probably he'll probably be turning up, and I think he just needs more minutes, Madison. So I, I really I, I do I really like him. To be fair, he's not too dissimilar, obviously, to Grealish, is he? But it depends. Um, going into the Leicester for the Europa, it just depends how serious they're taking it. I mean, mm. if they, if they go for it, I mean, they they could be contenders, you know, for for a you know a bit of silverware in there, really. Mm. If, especially if Vardy's playing all the time, but. You know, it's the drop in a slight bit of form with that result against Aston Villa. It's kind of, you know, you're wondering, would Leicester drop off for a couple of weeks? I hope not. I've got Constantia and uh, Justin in my team. So I'm hoping they um, they continue to deliver, really. doesn't really get much easier now for Leicester. Obviously, Zoya Luhansk isn't as tough a test as going to the Emirates on Sunday night. But that's what's facing Leicester. A uh, trip away to Arsenal straight after that game. Not much break in between the two. But that's how Leicester are looking. Obviously, we mentioned uh, Tottenham against Burnley away at Turf Moor. That's seven o'clock kickoff uh, for us down there. So that'll be, what, an eight o'clock kickoff there on Monday night um, down there in Lancashire. So, um, obviously, a couple of uh, games there to look at over Europa League. Um, obviously, we've got Man City Porto in the morning for us. Obviously, that result, as we said, we obviously know in Liverpool Ajax should be a belter as well. But that is it for the podcast this week. Another top top podcast obviously um elliot top of the pops again you're looking to keep hold of that do you reckon you've got what it takes fingers crossed mate we didn't really speak too much on transfers tonight but i've got a little thing up my belt i think i'm gonna got to move on van dyke now because he's not going to be playing for a while and i think zaha or Grealish in my midfield as well so i've got two free transfers so it'll be one of the two just depends who i'll pick but i definitely won't be coming to you for the advice for that ollie at all so i'll pick myself thank you oi oi hey mate it, it, it won't last forever, mate. It won't last the whole season. Flash in the pan, mate. You're a flash in the pan. That's it. That's it. But, um, you know, obviously, we'll have to see if we can talk the talk and walk the walk. Um, obviously, we'll come back next week. Same time, same channel. Obviously, join the league. Um, you won't have another chance to. So, this is the last chance we can tell you. W-N-Z-J-D-I. Get involved. It's a lot of fun. And uh, get in the league. You might be able to dethrone one of us and uh, see how you get on. So WNZJDI, final call to join the league, get it done.
Take care, everyone. See you next week.